0: Welcome once again to another episode. Uh, I am your host, Total. Uh, it's a great day for, for football again. But well, quickly, obviously we want to mention um, get well soon. Christian Eriksen, a really, really scary sight. Um, when we saw him collapse, of course, in the Denmark against the Finland game, um, obviously not the most ideal situation to find ourselves as a sporting world. But of course, um, you know, certainly it was great to see the world come together for Eriksen. Um, it's a very, really, really tough time. So his partner obviously crying in the stadium and, seeing the Denmark team essentially band together, you know, covering him. And man, what a sight. Um, It's one of those times where you remember what's really important um, in in sport, you know, across the Finland team, across the Denmark team, all of them showing solidarity. And it was super cool, of course, everyone else outside of even the game just pausing to recognize that, you know, players' lives are super, super paramount. And, you know, it's one of those things because obviously we're in the middle of COVID. So... That notwithstanding, you know, the game did continue. Um, I would probably have recommended they suspend the game entirely and play it another day because I think the emotion was still really there um, for the rest of the game. It's just one of those things that doesn't just go away. So that again, but you know what? It has happened. The game has continued and it is what it is. um, You know, we hope Christian Erikson gets well soon. Uh, Anyways, we continue. So June the 12th, um, Saturday, the games, Wales against Switzerland, 1-1, goals from Mbolo and Kevin Moore. Um, I don't, like, it was a disappointing showing for me watching Gareth Bale. Um, I was not impressed. I, I, I just have to, now I just have to take him out of the team because he's just not there. Um, so if you have Gareth Bill, he's gotta go. Shaq, um Shakiri obviously with an assist. I should say not Shaq. <laughs> Shakiri with an assist. So obviously he's he's decent, of course. No, no big deals there. On the Finland side, I do not know how to say his name, so I'm not going to try, but the gentleman who did score, um, you know what I should try it anyways. Pian um, I think it was that's the name. Um, he scored. Really great, great to see. Obviously, the gesture he did not celebrate. Um a nice kind gesture of course one of those things that you see from the finland side the goalie also to quickly put into place higher is interestingly, um, I had him on my bench, so he had 13 points just wasted away, which is fine. I have no issues. I had Donnarumma. I would never have started Finland's goalkeeper instead of Donnarumma. That's just never going to happen, especially against Denmark. Denmark had a lot more of the possession, a lot more of the shots, of course, until the Eriksen situation. Still controlled the game for the most part and really should have scored the penalty other than Hojberg missing it. I suspect, of course, if Eriksen was available, he probably would have taken it. Probably, um, but again, it's one of those things. Um, Christian Eriksen as well, I, I have to take out of my team now. Um, I mean, even if he comes back, I, I don't know what condition he'll be allowed to play, things like that. And it's just, it's just honestly, just avoid it for now. I'm going to take out Eriksen from my team. I'm going to take out Gareth Bale. Um, so even though initially I was looking at Spinozola and trying to get him in, now I already have more priority uh, transfers out of my team. Um, you know, again, Denmark still to me looked... The better team, um, of course, Finland got away with it, and that's okay. You know, at the end of the day, things happen in football. Um, I have no issues with Finland stealing this one. I think, you know, the counter-attacking style they want to play, you know, parking the bus, it, it it could work well. It could work well. I don't see this working against you know other teams. Um, you know, the Belgians of the world, for example. Um, russia maybe could have happened too, but i don't see this going against going well against belgium but at the end of the day finland only now need to beat russia and they'll probably get through because denmark is definitely not beating belgium they can go trounce russia and maybe russia might beat them but i certainly don't see denmark doing this against belgium and getting away with it especially without ericsson on to the last game of that game day um belgium three russia nil obviously I think Belgium is just the the winner of the group by far. It's not even close. Um, Belgium completely outplayed Russia. Like the, even f- right from the off, it was it was clear that this was not going to be one of those where like you can have a miracle. Um, goals from Lukaku scoring two and Thomas Mounier. Um, again, one of those things where Lukaku just looks ready and up for the game. Um, he is certainly interested in. Taking top scorer, of course, nice gesture for him as well, reaching out and, you know, sharing with the world that he loves Chris. course, um, Christian Eriksen, who's a teammate at Inter Milan? Certainly, you know, again, football just being a nice space right now. Um, quick thing to mention, the Belgium-Russia game starts in terms of possession, 62 to 38. It's one of those things. There are some teams that are just going to completely dominate. And especially in the group stage where there are a lot of whipping boys, you want to, you know, take advantage of those guys. Um, take advantage of... of, of completely weakened teams compared to really strong teams do it now because obviously as you progress through the, the tournament you now have to start gambling on which strong team is the better one for example in the group of death when france start playing portugal when you know germany play portugal germany play france it could be it's also now france is expected to be the, the dominant team but it could easily be germany going now there and shocking the world it could easily happen so you want to take advantages of these kind of Teams or these kind of games, where, for example, Belgium playing Russia, and you already know that Belgium is going to come through, captaining these kind of players, captaining those kind of, um, you know, Lukaku in these kind of games, these are the ones you want to take quick advantage of before we get into those tougher games, um, later down the line. Now, quickly, in terms of rotating our players, of course, we saw that Jason Denier did not play. Another one that. It was a surprise. Jason Denier didn't play, so if you have him, you have to obviously look at him as a transfer option. Um, if you've got Belgium assets, Thomas Mounier was a good one. Timothée Kastan came off. So if Mounier is his replacement, of course, he's got a goal, an assist, and clean sheets for 15 points. That's somewhere to quickly look at. Um, of course, like I've already said, Gareth Bale is a non-starter, so you can just take him out. That's 9.5 that's freed up. Um, Ericsson as well is also 9 million that's freed up. So. You know, if, if you are looking at those kind of players to take out, that's a good place. Now, I do still think um, Denmark's defense is still pretty good, especially for the price. Now, of course, they play Belgium next, so you do have to find a way to rest them. But that Russia game, Denmark should do the need for. Um, I fully expected that they would keep that double clean sheet against uh, Finland that had to Denmark defenders. But you know what it is, what it is. All right. Now, moving on to the next games of the game day, which is today, Sunday, we've got England against Croatia. Um, this is a revenge game for England. They should do what they need to. Um, I, I fully expect Harry Kane in this one. However, Croatia definitely, you know, shocked them in the World Cup. The England hype is one of those. I, I think it's probably going to be one of those where both teams score. But I currently, I'm just going to edge it to England. I think Harry Kane needs to prove something. So I'm going to edge it 2-1 to, to England. Um. Yeah. So Hurricane should score one at least uh, on the Croatia side. I would probably go for. Um, you know what? I think it's going to be a uh, a moderate penalty. Yeah, moderate penalty on the Croatia side um okay now austria against north macedonia um austria should win this is north macedonia's first time in euro so again alioski is certainly on that side but from the austria side david alabash is there marco arnaltovich is there i think austria should win again should be in the oppressive word now the last one of the game day um, we've got netherlands against ukraine today Um. of course this is where memphis the pie comes in I am certainly looking forward to seeing how they play. But as I said in the first one where we talked about Euros in general, Frank De Boer has found a way to just completely ruin this team. Um, I hope for his own sake, he finds a way to make this thing work because Netherlands should not be contesting with Ukraine. It should just be a walk in the park like all other dominant teams have been. But as you know, Frank De Boer has found a way to ruin teams wherever he's been gets himself fired, and fail forward. So I don't know where you go from failing from the Netherlands to, but I I will not be shocked to see it. I think he will move on to another team again after getting fired with the Netherlands. But again, we'll see how he does it this time with the Netherlands. It'll be interesting to watch. So Memphis Dubai hopefully will, you know, rescue his bacon, but it is what it is. Moving on. um, With that, ladies and gentlemen, I will see you tomorrow um it's going to be an interesting one make all your subs before you, if as quickly as you can um you know like i said be careful remove the lowest uh, performing player in your team one by one as much as you can based on what is on your bench certainly do that and i wish you guys all the best in this game week